Well, it's the middle of the summer, and so that says to me we need to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about some phenomenon in baseball called cross-ups. We'll touch briefly on the Houston Astros and their cheating and how that plays into this phenomenon of cross-ups. Explain what cross-ups are. And then, of course, let's apply them to our lives. See how we can take baseball and the greatness of sports into our everyday life. The inspiration for this episode was actually an unfortunate event, an accident that happened to the Cleveland Indians catcher, Roberto Perez. Roberto Perez is actually a two-time gold glover. Gold glove is an award given to every position uh, to the best fielder in that position, which means Roberto Perez in two different years was the best catcher. He got the gold glove award. But unfortunately, even him being the best catcher, he had a cross-up between him and his pitcher. I'll explain what that is in a second. And what happened is he ended up fracturing his finger. Originally, they thought he would just miss 10 days, but as they did more tests, they realized they'd need to do surgery, and he's going to miss over two months. Sorry to Roberto Perez and the Cleveland Indians organization, and I, I wish him a speedy recovery and hope he'll come back better than ever. This cross-up that happened to Roberto Perez is is actually fairly common. You'll see in the links on the in the comments or in the description a link to Roberto Perez's cross-up. It's in an article and his video is is in there. But there's also a link to a YouTube video of many different cross-ups that have happened. It, it's actually fairly common. Um, I wouldn't say it's once a game, but it happens pretty regularly. So this is not you know unique to Roberto Perez. What a cross-up is, is basically a miscommunication. It's when the pitcher thinks he's supposed to throw a certain kind of pitch, and the catcher thinks the pitcher is going to throw a certain kind of pitch, but they aren't the same pitch. <laughs> so, for example, the pitcher might think, oh, the catcher is telling me to throw a fastball, so he throws a fastball. And the catcher might think, oh, the pitcher is going to throw a curveball. And so there's a cross-up. There's a miscommunication. These can be drastic, as we saw with Roberto Perez. They can be devastating, right? It's because the pitchers throw the ball so fast and their different pitches have so much curve to them that if you're expecting a different kind of pitch, it could significantly hurt you, like in the case with Roberto Perez. So why is there this need, or how does this even happen? Well, here's where, you know, the Houston Astros, they steal signs. What does that mean? Well, they found a way to determine what pitch the pitcher was going to throw. So the catcher is putting down signals in between his legs, telling the pitcher, hey, I'm putting down a number one finger, that's throw a fastball. Three fingers, that's throw a curveball, right? They have these different signs. The Astros cheated and stole those signs, and so they knew what pitcher was going to throw. Now there's been lots of talk during this that cheating signs is something that's actually been going on for many years. The Astros took it to a new level using technology and all of this. It is true that kind of stealing signs is something that's been happening, specifically when there's a runner on second base. When the runner's on second base, the runner has a great view right into the catcher. And so the runner can see what number of fingers the catcher's putting down. And then the runner can try to signal to the hitter what pitch is coming. So to combat this, what the catcher and pitcher usually do is the catcher won't make it so easy. The catcher won't just put down three fingers, that's a changeup. Put down two fingers, that's a curveball. The catcher might put down a series or a pattern, a sequence of fingers. The pitcher will then figure out from that sequence. They'll have talked earlier, hey, 
the third set, that's the pitch I want you to throw. Or after the number four, then I'm going to tell you the pitch I want you to throw, et cetera, et cetera. So they're in sync. But as you can imagine, all these different sequences, all these different patterns, seeing all these different numbers flashing in front of you, sometimes the pitcher gets confused and throws the wrong pitch. Sometimes the catcher maybe expects the wrong pitch, right? And so that's what results in a cross-up. So next time you're watching a baseball game, keep your eye out. Watch the, watch the catcher. Put down his different signs, different signals. Watch the pitcher. And maybe you'll even see a cross-up where the ball comes and the catcher was definitely expecting a different pitch because his glove was in a totally different location. So what does this mean? Why is this important? Why share this idea of cross-ups? Well, one is now you'll be a much more educated baseball viewer. But two is I think it's very pertinent to our everyday. I think in our lives, we have cross-ups in our communication. I think specifically with the relationships of people we care about most, our spouse, our siblings, our parents, right? There's often cross-ups and miscommunications. It's strange to me how many cross-ups happen in the real world, in everyday life. In baseball, I kind of understand. In baseball, you're actually not allowed to stop and talk to the pitcher and catcher that much. You can only do it six times in a game. The catcher can't walk up there every time and say, hey, what pitch do you want to throw? They talk about it, walk back, and that's the pitch. They have to do this kind of code, right? But we in our everyday life, we don't have to talk in code. We can talk to each other. We can be open. We can ask questions. We can listen, right? We don't have to do this code with each other. So that's lesson number one I take away is how important it is that we really communicate and we try to communicate because just like in baseball a cross-up and communication in our everyday life it can be fatal a miscommunication can really cause some scarring and some pain the second thing i find interesting is if you watch the youtube video although the youtube video might not go on much past the cross-up but if you ever see a cross-up in real life you'll see 99 percent of the time right after the cross-up the catcher will go out to the pitcher and they'll talk about what just happened, right? You're only allowed to have those mound visits about six times in a game. It's a new rule, but you will see that it often happens right after a cross-up. I really think it's about 99% of the time. What does that mean in our lives? I think that is a valuable lesson as well. If there is a miscommunication, if there is a cross-up, right then and there, solve the problem. Say an apology, right? This pitcher-catcher relationship, it has to continue for the next game, the game after, for the rest of the season, right? They need to be in sync, the pitcher and catcher. So my guess is there is an apology. Someone is saying I'm sorry to the other, or maybe they're both saying I'm sorry to each other. So in our everyday lives, I know there's something I could do better. When there is a cross-up, when there is a miscommunication, I need to be a first to apologize and the first to try to fix the cross-up. Figure out what went wrong, what question I should have asked, what question I should have answered, what thing I should have said to cause that cross-up to not happen again. Hope that was interesting. Hope you uh, will enjoy the next time you watch baseball as you're looking at the different signs and you're trying to see if any cross-ups will occur. And, and again, I hope there's no injuries that come and I hope the cross-ups are limited both in the sport and out. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave any feedback you may have. Thank you.